North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store wide now on party perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just seven bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fa-la-la-la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store wide at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid through 12 select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details. Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS, Emmanuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS Radio Podcast Channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the hot corner. Everybody, we're here on Wednesday night like we usually are. I'm your host here on tonight's show, The Hot Corner, each and every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock right here on ISPS Radio. Uh, my name is Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor, and uh, I always, as always, have my uh, co-host on with me tonight again as well, too. Um, we got a packed show here tonight. We're going to be talking about FIFA um, the whole thing that's going on with FIFA, why the U.S. is so involved and why they're kind of leading the charge and all that that's going on with FIFA. We're, of course, going to um, hit on our Fantasy Baseball Listener League. we got a lot to talk about as far as that goes. Um, and then also we have a health topic um, on the night, um, and our health topic of the night is actually sunscreen. So we've got a lot going on. It's getting close to summertime, so we definitely want to talk about sunscreen and all that. Um, and just keep you guys, again, entertained and informed as best as we can. So um, without any further ado, I want to go ahead and bring on my co-host. We've got a few things that we got to talk about here. The lion who makes lions, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III. How you doing, my sir? All right, all right, all right. Thank you, Dr. Ray. Thank you, thank you, Dr. Ray. Thank you, brother. How are you? How are you today on this uh, beautiful Wednesday evening afternoon? Man, I'm doing great. Um, I'm having such a good day that I even had a patient call another chiropractor and somehow walk to my walk into my office and she ended up staying. Um, <laughs> she went to the wrong office. I was like, "How did you end up here?" And she's like, "Oh, I was checking, you know, checking you out and this and that, and I saw your reviews and I liked you, but then I called another guy and he said he had an appointment for me right then and there, and I was like." Oh, well, that's funny that you ended up here because I actually have, you know, a moment. The, I had one hour today that wasn't busy, and she happened to walk in right then and there. So it ended up working out perfect, um, and it, it's just been a great day overall. I'm still feeling good. I had a nice uh, weekend down in the Keys, kind of refreshing, um, and it, and it kind of remotivated me a lot. So I've been I've been doing real well this week, and 
Uh, feeling great, man. What about you? What's been going on with you? Oh, man. Uh, everything's been perfect. Can't complain. And uh, my back has been feeling spectacular after I passed by Frontier Spine and Health. And I, I actually tweeted out a picture when I was outside uh, going into the going into the clinic, Dr. Ray. Why don't – well, why don't – Talk to me a little bit about what you actually did uh, to me on that table, man, because um, it felt great. At the beginning, it felt a little bit, obviously, because my lower back was hurting. But, man, when I got off that table, I, I felt like I had a new lower back. Well, why don't, why don't we do this? Why don't you kind of explain what you felt um, and kind of what you thought I was doing? And then that way I can, you know, kind of say what we actually did and kind of what was really going on. Um, and that way kind of people will understand what it feels like from a patient's perspective, but then they'll also know, you know, what it actually what it actually means, you know, coming from the doctor. So, you know, I know that you came in and you were having some low back pain and it was bothering you. Um, so, you know, what was your experience, for, you know, from when you came in? And then let, let's just go through it like that. Well, actually, the the real reason I came in was to uh, to give you those gifts from uh, Jaeger Sports, and actually Jaeger Sports, the J Bands, and uh, the Picture Catcher, which were special guests on our on our podcast here a couple of weeks ago, and they sent us in uh, some great gifts. So uh, I was dropping them off for you, but uh, as always, my lower back is always killing me due to. You know, I'm always on the on the computer almost all all day sitting at my desk and uh you know everybody knows that's not good for you. So um obviously you 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 adjusted my neck which that always feels great and then you put me on this machine that starts um well actually you start by uh strapping my my ankles down to the lower part of the table. Uh, obviously, I'm facing down with my face in into that hole um, where where your face goes, um, and then you start extending extending my back and especially my lower back, um, and then that machine actually you put some type of hot hot pad or something like that on on there, uh, and then the machine started doing uh, I guess a program where it would uh stretch my lower back and up and down uh it was great 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 dr ray but but you're the doctor i have no idea what that does or what uh what the purpose is for it at the end of the session i felt stupendous so that's all that matters man that's really good uh, stupendous is an excellent adjective so thank you um for that but i mean you i mean you basically broke it down man you know what we did was the reason we adjusted your neck also is because the muscles from your low back actually go all the way up to your neck. And if there's something going on in the low back where you have a muscle spasm, it can actually create some inflammation around the joints in the neck as well too. And that will just lead to more discomfort over time and also trouble um, for the body to actually heal itself from what's going on. So adjusting the neck kind of helps reset all the muscles, reset the, uh, the nervous system so the body can do what it normally does. And heal itself. So, what we did was a, a technique called flexion distraction, um, and that flexion distraction technique is really good for uh, joints in the low back that are that are constantly being compressed. 
So for people who are sitting down all day or people who are standing all day or people who have uh, bad posture, those bones in the low back end up carrying a lot more weight than they should. So what this flexion distraction technique does is it actually extends the joints in the low back. So it's kind of like if you think about it, you know, in the old school, the medieval times, they had those that torture where they tied people up, uh, you know, by the hands and wrists and by the legs and they put four horses and they pulled them apart. Um, it's kind of <laughs> similar to that except for it's the opposite of torture. It's actually to help you feel a lot better because it's slow and it's controlled and it's to your tolerance. Um, so, you know, when you when I was extending your, your back, as you mentioned, um, you know, we were stretching out the joints and, and taking it to the point where I could feel where your joints would open. And then from there, that's where I would flex the table downwards and it would automatically move. And then I would go ahead and manually move it side to side. And what that allows me to do is put motion into the joints very gently and to move the inflammation out of there and to kind of help reduce some of that compression. So, you know, it's very, very good if you feel like your back is always sore when you sit or stand too long. It's excellent for that. Um, it can also be very good for herniated discs as well, too, because those herniated discs are usually a result of compression if there's not a significant trauma. <clears throat> so if you have disc herniations and it's a chronic thing, flexion distraction is a great technique to help alleviate that pain and some of the radiation and those types of things. So I'm super happy to have that table in the office, um, and I'm glad that you know you were able to feel how stupendous it can make you feel. Um, but flexion extraction is excellent, excellent for that low back pain. And, of course, the heating pad, you know, it just feels great also because it relaxes the muscles. And then adjusting the whole rest of the spine, of course, just resets everything, makes you feel brand new. And uh, I'm assuming that's kind of what you felt like. Yeah, tremendous, tremendous. My my um, my lower back felt brand new when I was walking out of the, of the clinic, and it, and it still does. It still does feel, low, feel great. Um, Man, I wish I had that table at home, Dr. Ray. I, I really do, man. That that thing, um, it's a great machine, man. Great great investment on that, Dr. Ray. Yeah, man, I, I couldn't wait to get that table in. And uh, now that I have it, um, my patients all tell me how much they love it and everything. So um, if you guys want to know more about flexion extraction, feel free to uh, give us a call and uh, go over that. Maybe next time Manny comes in, we'll videotape him getting some uh, flexion distraction, and we'll put it up there for you guys to see, um, so you can see what there it's you go. like. Very, yeah, very gentle technique. Um, it's excellent. You know, even for people who have osteoporosis. So, uh, awesome, awesome therapy, and uh, it it just does wonders. It actually, the reason I got the table is because it helped me out so much. Um, I have a condition in my back where I fractured the the last bone in my vertebrae playing football, and and the vertebrae moved forward on top of my sacrum. So I get this, like, clunk every once in a while in my low back, and when I get that, my back starts to hurt, and I know that if I do some flexion distraction, it'll kind of put everything back into the right place because it always has worked that way. So, you know, it saved my life personally, you know, like I said, and uh, it's been able to help a lot of my patients as well too. So <clears throat> definitely good on the flexion distraction there. But, uh, Manny, let's go ahead and keep it moving here. We got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We got to talk about FIFA, fantasy baseball. We got to talk about sunscreen. So let's go ahead and uh, take a quick commercial break right now. Um, and then when we come back, we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about FIFA. So I want you guys uh, to go ahead and call in if you have any input on this FIFA thing um, or anything like that. This next segment coming up in a moment is going to be about FIFA. So get on the line right now at 347 
347-637-3978. Again, that's area code 347-637-3978. Or you can tweet us at ISPSO or at Dr. Ray P. And uh, let us know what you think. But we will be right back. Listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com. All right, and we are back again, and it is time to talk about FIFA and the whole scandal that's going on here. And this has been all over the news. It's been all over Facebook. It's just been blowing up everywhere. Manny, talk to me about this FIFA scandal. What is going on with these guys? Well, man, I mean, uh, I think Mm -hmm. the United States, United States and England, I, I believe uh, that's that's where this all started. I, I think this is my personal opinion. Please, FIFA, do not come and, and attack me because I know you guys are almighty and powerful. Um, <laughs> I'm really scared for all the general, the attorney generals, and all those people that were lined up in the press conference this morning. Man, that was. And they were saying all their names, and I was like, oh, my God, I would not want my name being said in this press conference, you know, especially with this. Uh, this is basically, uh, it looked like a mafia operation, Dr. Ray, with their diagrams out there, the U.S. general. And on top, it was, uh, instead of an actual person like the Godfather, it was FIFA. It was an organization. And... Um, Basically, what it boils down to is bribes and, um, you know, money, money that uh, some of these um, these cities and these countries that were bidding for the World Cups, the future World Cups, they were basically buying their votes. And uh, in particular, they're, they're investigating the 2018 in Russia and the 2022 in Qatar. Um, and to tell you the truth, Dr. Ray, who who's gonna go wanna go play soccer in the middle of summer in Qatar, man? That's it's a desert, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh the United States is uh a little bit upset because they've uh they basically use the United States banking system and their financial world class financial systems uh to basically move all this uh money, this uh this racketeering um, schemes. I don't know, Dr. Ray. The, I don't know. I don't know. But what do you think? You think the almighty FIFA will fall? I really don't think, you know, this might just, you know, hurt them a little bit, but they'll never fall. They're too big. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be like a, like a celebrity getting in trouble with his wife, you know, type of a situation where, you know, it's going to happen, and they're probably going to lose some money and probably lose some fans, and there's going to be some negative publicity. But after a while, it'll all go back to being normal, except for I think that the games will be policed a little bit better. So, you know, I think that uh, or the people that are being shady are going to be even better about being shady, one of the two. Um, but, you know, I think the whole thing here is that, you know, why is the U.S. kind of leading the charge on everything that's going on? You know, and and I think that the biggest reason is because, you know, all these other countries are, you know, probably involved in bribing, you know, and probably, you know, part of, of the scandal and everything that's going on here. And 
um, apparently the the U.S. you know the FBI director James Comey he said that if you touch our shores with your corrupt enterprise, whether that is through meetings or through using our world class financial system, you will be held accountable for that corruption. So basically, a lot of the officials um, from FIFA actually have been to the U.S. and have so on and so forth. And of course, because the U.S. has held games here before. And they said that this has been going on for over 20 years and that the investigation has been taking a lot of years as well, too. You know, um, it's not clear right now, according to CNN, uh, why or what kind of sparked this whole investigation or anything like that, but there is some kind of stipulation that it was the, the failed bid in late 2010 to hold the 2022 World Cup, which is, of course, going to be in Qatar. So, uh, Sounds like we have a text, uh, call, or, or tweet. Uh, Manny, what do we got on the line there? Yeah, we actually uh, have a message here from St. Augustine, Florida, Dr. Ray. If FIFA officials have been involved in decades of corruption, as U.S. officials allege, how has it gone on so long with all, without law enforcement involvement? Well, hmm. I think that that's... You know, we kind of just touched on the subject just a little bit because the other countries that were more involved with the bribery and the corruption um, obviously are not going to, you know, kind of rat out on themselves. Um, and the U.S. not participating in, in that type of bribery and corruption, you know, it's, it's with the amount of money and the amount of power that these people have, um, I can see how it would take a long time. Again, the investigation has been going on for years um, up to this point, you know, so... At some point, we have to figure out, okay, probably in 2010 is when the investigation started. It was probably gone, it was probably going on for this whole amount of time, but without really being noticed. Um, you know, it, it, apparently it's a system, uh, systematic payment of bribes and kickbacks, you know, um, who wanted to try to increase their chances at winning contracts for the rights to market and to sell media, you know, to, to different tournaments and so on and so forth. And, Basically, what was going on is that a lot of these bribes and these things were happening during meetings in the U.S., and some money was transferred through U.S. bank accounts, and I think that's kind of how some of the U.S. officials started to, get, started to catch on. Again, the U.S. is really the, the, the country leading this investigation, even though it's an international game. So I, I think the reason is because right. of the, the suspicious activity that was noticed sparked the investigation, especially when Qatar won. You know, as you mentioned, why would anybody want to go play in Qatar in the summer? Number two, what fans are going to want to travel to Qatar? I mean, yeah, I don't it's expensive, think man. Yeah, and I've never seen Qatar in the World Cup. You know, so exactly. Um, you know, it, it's it's something that you know it, it's it's. I mean, it even says you know it, it raises suspicions in part because of the extremely high temperatures in the summer months. You know, it's it's. It's difficult. Hey, Doctor Ray, they got money, man. They, they got money. They got money, and I don't know if you saw that uh, sixty-minute documentary on ESPN. I, I actually saw it at the at the hotel over there in Louisville, Kentucky. Actually, in in Jeffersonville, right across the river from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, uh, Jeremy Shap. I don't know if you know Jeremy Shap. I'm sure you do. Oh my um, God! On ESPN. Everybody knows Jeremy. Ready, ready, hold on. I'm Jeremy Schaap, ESPN. 
Yeah, exactly. That guy. Uh, he gave a great documentary on the head guy from FIFA. Um, and uh, the lady from the Qatar bidding committee, she uh, she's the actual whistleblower on this whole thing. And this is this is another great, um, I think, uh, a good um, witness that the U.S. has that she was actually involved in the bidding process and she would see, you know, a million dollars, a million and a half, $1.5 million being, uh, being given to these, uh, these FIFA officials and basically buying their votes, buying their votes. And they just need 12, 12 votes. If they get 12 votes, um, they get it. And, um, but man, bro, I don't know if you saw some of those stadiums, Dr. Ray. I really want to see that hovering cloud, Dr. Ray. They have a hovering cloud that hovers over the the stadium. It does not touch anything. It's hovering. And it it goes to the direct angle of the wherever the sun is so that it it gives shade to the entire stadium. It's it's something something out of Star Wars, Dr. Ray. You got to see it. These people in Qatar have money. Money is nothing to them. Well, I mean, that makes some sense, and that would also mean that it would make it easier for them to bribe people. Um, you know, apparently one of, the, one of the reasons why the U.S. also has been able to uh, kind of get involved here is that there's a man by the name of Chuck Blazer, um, and he was at the helm of an organization called CONCACAF, uh, have you heard of them, right? Yeah, they have their uh, world headquarters right here in Miami, Florida. Exactly. So CONCACAF um, basically um, has been evading taxes in the U.S. for years and so on and so forth. And so Chuck Blazer um, has been working as an informant for the U.S. And apparently he met with officials on the sidelines of the 2012 um, Olympics in London and used a hidden microphone and a keychain to get some intelligence for the U.S. So even though that didn't happen on U.S. soil, we still had an informant that was working on that, and that could have been one of the things that really helped um, kind of get this investigation really going back in 2012. So, you know, even that whole thing is going on, and and I think that you mentioned earlier when we spoke that CONCACAF was raided here and everything, um, and it has a lot to do with the Copa America, which is going to be held in, in America next year instead of in South America. Um, exactly. And, again, there was there was corruption around that and everything and, and a bunch of stuff that was being investigated for that as well, too. But CONCACAF was, was um, involved with that as well, too, and it looks like because of, you know, that, he kind of maybe the light in the wrap is looking to try to help out in this other investigation with FIFA. Um, but it definitely looks like, man, it's just crazy the the amount of corruption involved with this, and you know, it's money, man. I mean, if this, if it was huge when when the games were held here in Atlanta, you know, um, and and the World Cup now is finally starting to take off, and and the U.S. is starting to be a lot more receptive receptive to soccer, and you know, and to lose out on a bid to Qatar, you know, they have a floating cloud, but I mean, what else? You know what I mean? So. It, it's kind of a crazy, crazy situation, but I'm happy that the U.S. is kind of um, at the helm of the investigation here, and, you know, hopefully it'll be something that gets resolved soon, and, and like I said, it's it's a, like a high-profile celebrity cheating on his wife or gambling or doing something crazy where, you know, somebody goes down, they lose some money, and, you know, they get replaced or whatever the case is, and but then everything goes on and being great, and you know, I don't think, like you said, FIFA is ever going to fall. You know, it's an international game, and 
there's a lot of countries who aren't corrupt, so not everybody should suffer from this. Um, but, you know, there is definitely something that needs to be done about what's going on. Uh, anything else you, you think, Manny, and any other information that you have right now at this time? Well, man, I mean, yeah, like you just said, FIFA FIFA's too big. Um, it's just way too big. They'll just probably fire everybody and, and replace anybody uh, with new people. Um, I also think that they, the whole, I think that everything, yeah, they were, they were probably, uh, monitoring them for, for over two decades. Fine. But everything blew, blew up. And I think, uh, they, they got England and the United States upset the moment that, um, I, I don't know if it was the 2018 or the 2022 World Cup. Uh, it was going to be the, uh, I don't know, one, an uh, centennial, uh, I don't know if, you know, what, what, uh, anniversary of the, uh, of the, um, not the discovery, but, um, you know, the people that, that actually made up the game of soccer in England and England was trying to get that bid. And, uh, I believe it should have been in England. Uh, if it's going to be some type of special centennial thing like that, you know, take it back to the roots, take it back to where the game was actually uh, started. And, and, and England is a, it's a, it's a great country to, to actually host an event like that. And it's, it's a first class country. Um, I bet you, yeah, I've never been there, but I, I'm pretty sure the summertime it, it's, it's not Qatar. It's, you're not in the middle of the desert. So, uh, the weather is going to be a lot nicer, and, and I bet you for the fans, the fans will have a, a better experience and a and a more economical experience um, in England than in Qatar. Um, I don't know, Doctor Ray. It's a lot of shady business, and and the way the way the U.S. Attorney General and 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 her her team uh, used that diagram, it, it just looked like a like a racketeering like a racketeering squad, you know, that, you know, this is the mafia basically back where we're it's, it's history repeating itself just in a different form. Yeah, definitely. I uh, couldn't agree. Couldn't agree anymore. Um, you know, that's definitely something that, that needs to be done. You know, we get, it's got to be policed. You know, there's no room in the, in the game like that at all for, for corruption and, and for bribing and those kinds of things, especially when, going to be taking taking out, you know, other countries and those things that are more deserving at that time. So I agree 100%, my man. But uh, let's go ahead and let's keep the show moving here a little bit. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to be right back talking about fantasy baseball. So all you guys get on the horn, and let's talk fantasy baseball, pickups, trades, whatever you want. Let's go ahead and talk about it. We'll be right back after this quick commercial. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS Radio Podcast Channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience... 
the hot corner. All righty, and we are back again. All right, it's time to talk some fantasy baseball. Uh, so fantasy baseball, fantasy baseball, what do we got going on here? Well, in the hot corner listener league, we still have one undefeated team. And we've got my man, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III, coming through, moving up. He is now in third place, followed by Maiden Data at number four. We got Shelly's team coming in at number five. Albert's team at number six. We got uh, ISPS director Gabe, uh, Team G Code at number seven. Jose Aries team at number eight. Round in third, number nine. And then finally, uh, in last place currently, we have Arancibia Bail Bonds. And he's actually 0-7, so he's kind of struggling a little bit right now. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what we have going on with him. Uh, if he tries to make a play, he's got a few moves in there. He's got 10 moves on the season. I've got 10 moves on the season as well, too. Um, and then Manny and B-Man, Brandon, who's in second place, um, both have 34 moves up to this point. So they're uh, lighting up the waiver wires there. They're making stuff happen. Um, but, you know, the league so far, is it's starting to kind of thin out and separate a little bit. We've got one team at 7-0, and one team at 6-1, and two teams at 5-2, and uh, three at three and four, one at two and five, one at one and six, and one at zero oh and seven. So we're definitely starting to get some separation here through a quarter of the season now. We're about a quarter of the way done. Um, so, you know, we're starting to really kind of shape up and see exactly how how everything's going to be trending. But um, I'll tell you what, B-Man 8 has really been making some moves, and he's been scoring a lot of points. He's, he's got 254 right now. Um, you know, making some moves. I actually made a big boo-boo today, and I did not set my morning my lineups in the morning, and I checked at 12 o'clock, and there was already two games started by that point, and they were both pit games started by my pitchers. Uh, one was Garrett Cole, who got me 25 points, and the other was Pineda, who got me 27.17 points, and both were on the bench. So I could have at least 50, 50-something more points right now, um, which would have been very nice, even though I'm still winning my matchup 131 to 93 at this point. So, um, anyway, just thought that I'd throw that out there. It happens to the best of us. Forgetting to check those lineups, it's a big deal, especially when you get these daily games. You know, you, you get a pitcher that starts and, and goes out and plays well. It's like, oh, man. Sometimes it works out well, though, because you get a pitcher that you were going to put in and he gets bombed. Um, so, it's pretty funny. But either way, Either way, it looks like it's uh, it looks like it's something that is is shaping up to kind of thin out, and we're seeing what's happening with the league. Manny, what do you think so far? Um, you're a quarter of the way through your first season. What do you think's going on? Man, I'm doing great, Doctor Ray. I'm doing fantastic, bro. Way better than I thought. Uh, I'm currently beating uh, Gabe Kareed, uh, ISPS Florida State director by. I'm beating him by over 100 points, Dr. Ray, man. It's all about making moves. I have 30, I believe, 34 moves. Dr. Ray, I'm I'm having a great, great season. Uh, but, man, I, I wanted to talk to you again about the, the, the Marlins, man. I, I was watching their game today. Man, bro, two outs. Um, I believe it was like the eighth inning or something. Man, the guy loaded the bases up. You you go out there. You had a chance to take him out. Just take him out. 
let somebody else finish finish the inning. The guy walked another guy. He scored another run. Then he comes back out and takes out the guy. It's I don't know, man. This Jennings guy. Uh, I think this is a big, big mistake by the Marlins organization, man. What do you What do you think, Doctor Ray, man? I, I mean, I I couldn't agree with you anymore. I think that, I mean, they haven't won a game with him yet, right? Uh, I think they um, <clears throat> I think they won a couple games with him already, man. But it's they just got swept by uh, the the Pirates today. Swept. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's getting ridiculous right now at this point. Um, unfortunately, it's it's crazy. Um, to me right now that they can't put together a, a win here. I mean, Mike Redman, I think, was managing way better, you know, than this guy, uh, Dan Jennings, right now at this point. I, I don't see him as a manager. I mean, maybe he's good at picking players and so on and so forth, but his decision-making in the games right now has been very questionable, leaving Fischek in for two innings, not pulling pitchers when he should. Um, you know, I, I mean – I really don't know at this point. It is really, really, it's disarray for the Marlins right now. You know, it's the only word that I can think of at this point. I mean, it's just, it's just bad. I mean, I, I don't think that they've won a game since Jennings has taken over. Can can you check that maybe? Or are you on something right now where you can? I really don't think. I don't know, man. But I'm. I was actually gonna going to uh, mention to you that it's becoming a joke, Dr. Ray. It's becoming a joke. Buster Oldney, I know I know you know Buster Oldney from, from MLB and ESPN. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. I'll probably send this to you later, or I'll, I'll tweet it out right now. Um, Marlins, the Marlins should hire Alex Rodriguez as their manager. And I'm thinking, man, that's that's not a bad idea, man. You do uh, kind of like a Pete Rose uh, player manager type of deal, um, and he's only going to DH anyway. So you know, you let him let him run the team and and let him play as well, man. I I think at first I thought it was a joke, but actually it, it's not a bad idea. And for what you got right now, uh, you know, what more, you know, and besides. Miami is crazy, and this organization—you could already tell—it's a—it's—it's it's a circus, man. It, it's a circus, and let's let's just add another attraction to the circus, bro. Bring Alex Rodriguez and let him manage your team and be a player manager, man. What do you think about that? I think that sounds good. We should probably even bring back Isaac Guillen at the same time. Um, you know, maybe have him come out of the bullpen. <laughs> maybe. Man. I mean, there you go. It's, your third base you, coach. Man, yeah, it's really man. It's getting it's getting crazy. Um, it is something that is just, oh man, I, it's a disgrace, man. I love the Marlins and and they've got such a good team. They've got all this talent, and it's just man, they're just throwing it all away right now. We're a quarter of the way through the season, so you know anything can happen. You know, still, there's by no means are they out of it, but. I mean, something's got to change. I mean, and, and the Marlins have said so far at this point, um, you know, at this point that Dan Jennings is going to be the manager for the rest of the year. So, you know, oh I don't know. Oh, my if God, unbelievable. Change. You know, I think that that's something that hopefully will change, um, you know, but, but I, I, at this point I really don't know, um, you know, who else. Who 
well could be out there. I know that they were as they far as the do, closer goes. As far as the closer goes, they should do a, 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 like a like a raffle or some type of contest where maybe for the rest of the season you just have one fan every game just put the lineup up and just set up the lineup. Hey, whatever, <laughs> you know. It's a circus, Doctor Ray. It's a circus down here. You know what? Maybe we maybe that's a great idea, man. Maybe what we should do is is let them know that listen, why don't you guys, you know, they already have uh, Twitter Tuesdays. Why don't they go ahead and have, you know, the majority of people that tweet in, and uh, you know, just have them tweet in the lineups, and the most popular lineup goes up, goes up, and you know, okay, we've got this guy out. Should we take him out? Should we put him in? And whoever's watching the game tweets in, and the most tweets that. You know, why don't we just have the, the fans control, you know, because it's going to be way better than what's happening right now, in my opinion. I mean, a quarter of the way through the year, and the Marlins right now are 10 games out of first place, um, 18 and 30, you know, so 48 games through, you know, I mean, we're getting close to the halfway point here um, at 60, you know, uh, what's the, the halfway point is around 80. So, yeah, so we're about you know, a quarter of the way through and 10 games out of first place. Again, that's not a lot, but something's definitely got to change, man. And we're, we have a losing record at home. We have a losing record away. We're two and eight our last 10 games, you know? Um, so, I mean, and, and if you, if you look at the flip side of that, the nationals are eight and two their last 10 games and they've got a 10 game lead on us. So, you know, the scary part is, is that the Mets are, are ahead of us. The Braves, are ahead of us. The Phillies are ahead of I mean, all these teams that were picked to be just horrible, the Braves and the Phillies and the Mets, you know, the Mets not so much because they've got some good pitching, but the Braves and the Phillies, these were supposed to be rebuild years. These were supposed to be, you know, oh, these guys aren't going to do anything. Uh, and, and here we are, and they're both in front of us. The Braves are four and a half games out of first place. So, you know, something's got to happen. Something's got to change. You know, I, I know that you know, maybe firing a manager sometimes is, is the way to do it and so on and so forth, but I just don't think it was the right time to fire Mike Redman, um, you know, unfortunately, um, especially now, hindsight's twenty twenty. but looking at what's going on now with Dan Jennings in there is, is unacceptable in my eyes. I mean, it's... Man, it, it looks it, like they, they, fired, they fired somebody without having a replacement or, or any... Any plan? It was it was that day that the Marlins almost got no hit, and and it it almost looked like a knee jerk, like a knee jerk reaction. You know, oh my God, we almost got no hit. Oh my God, we got to fire this guy. That's it. Oh, what do we do now? Oh, we should have thought about that. Oh well, let's let's put Jennings in. We got Jennings. He's the general manager, so uh, we could just uh, make him the manager now. Exactly. That's uh. That's the crazy part, you know, is that it was just like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Yeah, oh, let's fire him? Yeah, okay. Oh, wait a minute. Well, we don't have anybody else to put in there. You're right, man. Exactly. Knee-jerk reaction, I think, is the best way to uh, the best way to put it. I mean, it's it's embarrassing right now, you know what I mean? And there's no, I mean, who, there's no managers out there right now at this point. You know what I mean? Ron Washington got picked up by the A's. Ron Washington, I think, would have been a great manager for the Marlins, you know, but there's there's really nobody else out there right now at this point that that makes sense, you know, unless we have another guy that gets his first managerial job 
And I don't think that's what the Marlins need right now. I think the Marlins need experience. You know, is Dusty Baker managing out there somewhere? I don't know, man, but I wish we had uh, Dusty Baker. Or bring back Jack, man. Bring back Jack McKeon. Yeah, I mean, he's probably only 90 right now. You know what I mean? He, uh, <laughs> he, he, could, he could be all right, man. He is, uh, you know. But, uh, no, Dusty Baker doesn't have a job right now, man. I mean, you know, let's, you know, let's, I think that we should get Dusty Baker in there, man, or something. I mean, anything right now. It, it, it's crazy. Anybody but this guy, Dan Jennings. I mean, just look at him, you know, out there managing. He's walking around the dugout like he has no idea what's going on. He's, you know, it's, it's – I'm just watching the games and I'm just disgusting. I'm just disgusted, man. I just don't know – you know, what, what's going on with the Marlins and what their plans are. And it, it's unfortunate, man, because I had really high hopes that for them for the beginning of the year. Then, you know, they're just so unpredictable. I mean, you know, they cut Salto Lamacchia. They don't even just send him to the, to the minors. They just literally just cut him, you know, and eat his contract. Let's just eat $11 million, you know. Like, it's it's crazy to me, you know, what, what's what's happening right now. It's, it, again, yeah, the Marlins I, I, will keep this array. That was kind of weird, man. South, uh, Southy, um, South Alamakia. They, dude, that guy is a World Series champion. Okay, he knows how to win. He knows what it takes to win. Okay, he started off the season in a slump. Fine. Who doesn't do that? Um, but it's like, oh, so this guy sucks. Uh, we got this rookie who's coming up. He's pretty good. Uh, Real Muto. Let's put him in. Let's get rid of this guy. He's, you know, he's not doing good for us. Another knee-jerk, rea- a knee-jerk reaction. This is a knee-jerk circus uh, organization. Yeah, man, it's in, it's insane. You're right. It's like somebody's got a reflex hammer, and they're hitting them in the kneecap, and they are just kicking, man. And it's just, oh, I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy right now. But, um. Hopefully next week when we get on the show, we'll have something a little bit better to say about the Marlins and what's going on. Um, I want to remind you guys that you're more than welcome to call in with fantasy baseball questions if you guys are playing. Um, You know, again, I'm not an an expert, but I watch a lot of baseball. I watch baseball tonight all the time. I've been playing for years. Um, I got a pretty good idea of what's going on in the game, and I'm in first place in three out of the four leagues that I'm in. Um, and I'm not doing any worse than fourth in any of the leagues that I'm in. So, you know, I'm doing pretty well. They're all different kinds, 12-team leagues, 10-team leagues, points leagues, head-to-head leagues. You know, it's all different. So whatever structure you guys have, whatever format you have, you're welcome to, you know, call in and ask for advice or ask about making trades. Uh, Trading is one thing I love to do, Um, you know, trying to get guys that are hot and package them together to try to get a stud who's kind of performing a little bit low like, Right now, Robinson Cano would be a big target for me if you don't have him and you have a second baseman who's, who's kind of hot, you know, maybe like a Jason Kipnis. You know, he, there's no way he's going to be able to keep up the pace he's been keeping. Um, and, you know, it, it's like the stock market, you know, buy low, sell high. Hey, what about, you know, that's what you try to what about my second baseman, Dr. Ray? Who's that? Who do you have over there at second base? Hey, our our local boy, Mr. D. Gordon. He he's been doing great, man. I, I at least I think for me. No, D. Gordon has been doing very very well. Um, 
you know, Dee Gordon up to this point is, is I think, chasing the record for, like, the most amount of hits or something like that in the season. He's on pace to be close to that. So, you know, I got to say, I think Dee Gordon um, is doing extremely well right now at this point, you know, and, and I like Dee Gordon a lot, man. I really, really do. Um, let's go ahead and let's take a look here, and let's see for all players who has the most points so far um, in our league. And, again, our league is a little bit different, but would you believe that the, the team that's in last place is 0-7 has the current number one player, um, that is Bryce Harper, who has 261 points? Yeah, in man, that, that kid is sick, but um, he's a spoiled little brat, man. He's a spoiled, spoiled <laughs> little boy. Well, you know what? He plays with heart. I got to give him that. Um, he is doing well. You know, he's got 17 homers and 42 ribbies right now at this point. Um, and the only other person that has over 15 homers is Nelson Cruz, who also has 17. And he's currently the third place uh, player in uh, fantasy baseball right now. So I'll give you the top 10, just so you guys know, as far as our points go. We've got Bryce Harper, Paul Goldschmidt, Nelson Cruz, Josh Donald, Josh, well, excuse me, say that three times quick, Josh Donaldson, Justin Upton, Giancarlo Stanton, Ryan Braun, Mike Trout, and then finally Adrian Gonzalez. Um, and then we have Prince Fielder and Todd Frazier, just in case he won a top 12. So, you know, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot oh, I got two of those players. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You've got Todd Frazier, you got Giancarlo. Um, you know, right. Jose Aries has a couple guys in the top in the top six. You know, um, so it, it's you know it's not always about getting the the best guy. It's about getting a bunch of guys that are really really good. You know, and, and then you have those one players that have a breakout season, and that's how you win championships in baseball. You know, it's, it's luck, but it's also setting up setting the table with a good smart draft and targeting guys that you think people are gonna are gonna think are not gonna have a good year. And, uh, you know, so it's a little bit of instinct, and, and but mostly luck, you know. So just thinking about that. And then, you know, on the flip side, when we talk about the pitchers, let's talk about pitchers and see who's the number one pitcher here that we have. And, you know, so far throughout the whole year, the number one pitcher is actually James Shields. You know, he's got six wins on the year. He's got 82 Ks. Uh, James Shields has been pitching lights out. He's got 82 strikeouts in 62 innings. So, you know, definitely more than one an inning. He's he's on fire right now. And then uh, Clayton Kershaw is number two, Corey Kluber number three, Scherzer four, Chris Archer five, Felix Hernandez seven, Cole Hamels eight, and then Sonny Gray and uh, Garrett Cole are nine and ten. So uh, you know, there's a lot there's a lot going on there. Um, a lot of guys out there. Oh, and I'm gonna go ahead and just make a quick little pickup right here. Um, I can't believe this guy is still out there on the bench, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick him up. And I'm picking up currently right now, Manny, so that you know. Um, I'm going to be picking up my, my main man here, Mr. Uh oh, wait, I can't tell you because I can't drop the other guy because he already played today. So, uh oh, can't do that. Otherwise, I'm going to be giving up my secrets here. I can't give up my secrets, Manny, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially not live on the radio, man. What's wrong with you, Dr. Ray? We should we should have a rule that live on the radio you can't be picking up and dropping or drafting players, none of that stuff, man. That's that's not okay, fair, okay. Dr. Ray. You're cheating again. 
I'm going to call I'm you uh, Seth Blatt. All right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No picking up on the radio. New rule. Gone into effect. All righty. All righty. Well, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get, let's keep, go ahead and move on then. Let's go ahead and let's go to our health topic. Um, we're going to take a quick break here, um, and then when we come back, we're going to be back on our, our health topic, which is, of course, sunscreen. Um, I know that summer's coming up, and there's a lot going on, a lot of uh, outdoor activities, a lot of tournaments in the summer. Um, so make sure that if you guys have questions about sunscreen, you're probably going to learn a whole lot right now about what to not buy um, and what to buy and where to buy, more importantly, um, this, these new sunscreens um, or these healthier sunscreens. So uh, take, a, take a quick break here, Manny, and we'll be right back talking about sunscreen. Listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com. All righty. So we are right back in the mix here. We're back on the hot corner, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit here now about sunscreen. All right. So... Here's what you guys want to watch out for when it comes to sunscreen, all right? So there's a few things that are on these brands, okay, that and, and a couple uh, conventional brands and those kinds of things that have some chemicals that you want to look out for. I know that you guys probably aren't going to be able to remember all these, but I'm going to go ahead and tell them to you anyway. Remember that you can always re- listen to these again on uh, Archive, you can rewind, you can listen to it as many times as you need to, um, but I want you to go ahead and pay attention here. So, again, these are chemicals and different things. There's over 1,800 sunscreens out there right now currently, okay? 1,800 different products on the market, and a lot of them carry these things. So, if you see these things in your sunscreen, you want to try to avoid them, okay? The number, the number one thing is oxybenzone. Oxybenzone can act as a hormone-disrupting chemical, all right? So girls, little girls are getting their periods way earlier. Little boys are having estrogen problems and growth problems. Uh, people are developing cancer at a higher rate right now, and it's a lot because of these hormone-disrupting chemicals, which change the way that the body's hormones are working. So oxybenzone, it's not been proven, but there's a lot of suspicion about it, and it's at this point better to be safe than, safe than sorry because a lot of these companies have very high stock and they can always kind of manipulate some of the studies and those types of things a lot like the medicines that we deal with. You know, these pharmaceutical companies will pay to have studies published that prove that their medicine is safe and effective and kind of pay to disregard the ones that prove that maybe it's not so safe and effective. And uh, I'm guessing that some of these companies can be involved in that as well too. So look out for oxybenzone. Vitamin A, which you would think would be excellent, um, when it's mixed with some of these other things, especially the retinyl palmitate form, um, it, a, a 2009 study by the U.S. government scientists um, toxicology program found that when vitamin A hits the sunlight, it can actually speed the development of skin tumors and lesions. So in the event that you have already some type of a skin cancer and you're trying to protect yourself even more, vitamin A could make that skin cancer grow even faster. So you want to be careful with that. Uh, fragrance is also another chemical that can really affect the body. It's going to smell better, definitely, but it's petroleum-based and it's, and it's linked to organ toxicity and to allergies because these fragrances are being, you know, sucked in and, and absorbed by your skin 
and they have to be detoxified, and that just puts more weight on the immune system. Also, very high SPF. Stay under 50. All right, 50 is as high as you need to go. There's no, there's no uh, research that says or scientific proof that says that higher SPF provides any additional benefit. Um, the only thing is, is that it just puts more of a concentrated, uh, you know, mixture into these, into these sunscreens. Go ahead, Manny. We got a call, text, or a tweet. What do we got? Actually, actually, this is perfect timing from Brian in Florida. What is the best SPF to use on your children and myself? Rumor is anything over 35 SPF works no better. Hey, well, if we're taking it a little bit step higher than that. Again, you know, if you're if you're lighter skinned, you know, very fair skinned, um, freckles especially, those kinds of things. I would say you want to stay around 50 um, if you're going to be in the sun for a long time. If you're not going to be in the sun for a long time, you know, even 10 or 20 SPF will be okay. Um, so that's something that you guys want to want to try to, you know, just you have to make a little bit of a decision there, depending on the amount of time that you're going to be out. You know, if you're only going to be out for an hour or so, I would say don't even worry about putting sunscreen on, quite honestly, because it, your skin needs some of that sun contact. You make some... Uh, vitamin D, you know those conversions, and it's and it's good um, for you to get that. You know, I mean, look at look at here's here's the biggest thing that I want you guys to think about: how many people in Africa are dying of skin cancer because of the sun? How many? Not many. Okay, not many people that are dying compared to the people here that have all these chemicals and toxins and things that we're putting on our skin that are supposed to help but are, are causing a lot of issues because of the chemicals. So that's what I want you guys to think about. Again, it's trying to avoid as many of these chemicals as we can, all right? Sprays and powders, these definitely have more chemicals in them because of the performance purposes, all right? You don't want to be doing this because in a spray form, you could even inhale this into your lungs. Would you rub sunscreen onto your lungs? Probably not. Um, so the, the sprays and the powders and those things that can get into your lungs, you want to try to avoid also. You know, generally you're putting this on outside and it's windy. Who knows where that's going to end up, so just be careful with that. Um, and then finally, there's a lot of conventional brands that you think are going to be good, but as we mentioned, they're a lot of times rated the worst. Aveeno, Banana Boat, Copper Tone Sport, Copper Tone Water Baby, Bullfrog, Neutrogena, you know, CVS, Reddit, Walgreens, Hawaiian Tropic, you know, these are, are rated the worst in the terms of safety in the Environmental Working Group Sunscreen Guide. You know, so just want you guys to think about those things. So when it comes to that, you know, try to try to remember these things. And, of course, you can always look up the Environmental Working Group Sunscreen Guide as well, too. Call, text, or tweet. What do we got, Manny? We got Ricky from the Midwest. Shout out to the Midwest. Uh, he wants to know, Dr. Ray, what is better, the spray, sunscreen, or the cream? Well, as we just mentioned, the cream is definitely better, okay? The, there's less chemicals in the cream generally, uh, depending on the cream, of course, um, but also the cream is harder to get into your lungs um, as well. So it's a little bit difficult uh, to get it covered all the time, but hey, man, that's why, you know, you, you got to try and find a nice, cute girl to rub you down and uh, you know, you, you win double time right there. So try to stick to the creams. Um, here's another thing that I want you guys to do when it comes to choosing a safe uh, sunscreen, okay? 
you want to try to find titanium dioxide and zinc oxide-based uh, and zinc oxide-based sunscreen. These do not penetrate the skin as well, um, and they still provide a lot of UVA protection, which are the sun's most damaging rays. So titanium dioxide and zinc oxide. Okay. Also, you want to choose non-nano products. Nano products have very small particles that can get absorbed into the skin as well. You want to use um, unscented sunscreens or sunscreens that if they are scented, they're scented with essential oils like peppermint, chamomile, those types of things. Um, Lotion-based sunscreens with water resistance are going to be better. And then, of course, broad-spectrum sunscreens that, are, that protect against both UVA and UVB. Um, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a rundown of some of the best products here that um, that I've found. Um, and if you guys want, Food Babe has some really good stuff. I don't know if you guys know who Food Babe is, but if you check out, just Google Food Babe and Sunscreen, and that's where I got most of this information as well, too. She's very, very good. Um, and I'm going to go with her list because she's done the research on this tremendously, and it's some very good stuff on here. So Badger is a certified organic. It comes in a bunch of different SPFs. Um, and it's got options for kids, babies, active, and unscented as well, too. So a lot of the stuff that we've talked about. Um, again, these you can find mostly in, uh, in you know, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, those kinds of things, kind of health food stores. You should be able to find these. So Badger is one of them. Think Baby or Think Sport. Um, these are ones that are better for prolonged exposure in the sun. Um, John Masters Organics. There's only one, which is SPF 30. Um, but it's a good one. The same thing with 7th generation. SPF 30 is the only option available, but another good one. It, it passes all the tests that we've talked about here so far. Then we have Aubrey Organics. They have 26 through 45 and unscented available. And then Raw Elements. It's the first organic non-GMO certified sunscreen. So um, it, it's excellent. Uh, it's an excellent one. Non-GMO is very important too. GMO um, actually is something that can cause changes to our DNA and cause cancer and all those things as well, too. So that's important to avoid. And actually, uh, we're going to have to talk about it next week because we're running out of time here, but we just actually frontier, uh, participated in the March Against Monsanto, who's a huge GMO um, producer in the U.S., and we're going to talk about that next week. Um, so on next week's show, we're going to be talking about Monsanto, and we're going to be talking about GMOs and how they affect your health. Um, but right now, I want to finish up and let you guys know that Raw Elements is, is probably the, the sunscreen that I try to go with. Um, and then there's also Sunology. And then there's also California Baby. So, And I know California Baby is sold in, uh, in Target um, as well, too. So there's a few of them there that you guys can, can go ahead and, and take a look at. Badger, Think Baby, John Masters Organics, 7th Generation, Aubrey Organics. Raw Elements would be my recommendation. Sunology and California Baby. So those are all good, safe sunscreens to use. They're all cream-based. They're unscented unless they're, they're scented with essential oil. And these are all things that, that are good um, to help protect you from mm -hmm. the sun. And, of course, don't be afraid of just going out and getting some sun anyway. The sun is actually good for you. Um, just make sure that you guys aren't getting burned frequently and you should be in good shape there. So, Manny, um, want to go ahead and wrap up the show here for the night. I um, want to let you guys remember that next week we're going to be talking about our health topic. It's going to be GMOs in Monsanto. Um, we're also going to have a special guest next week, Frank, from Camwood Bats. So we're going to have him on the line talking to us about Camwood Bats. 
Um, so, you know, I want to go ahead and close up the show here and, and thank everybody out there for listening. Great questions this week, guys. Any other follow-ups you have, feel free to tweet us in between uh, shows. Any questions you have about GMOs or anything, get ready for next week. Remember, you don't have to tweet in only. You can always call in as well, too. Um, but with that, uh, Manny, unless there's anything else that you want to add in, any any questions about sunscreen or anything? Nothing much, Dr. Ray. Uh, you know, man, I, I'm I'm really fair-skinned, man, so I try to stay away from the sun as much as possible. But I do like the spray, man, to tell you the truth. I like the spray because it's so much easier uh, to apply and it's quicker to apply. And, and also you can do it yourself when, when you're out there, you know, sometimes you're out there, you know, riding bike by yourself and you want to put a little bit on. Uh, it's a lot easier, man. But um, I'm going to check that out. I've been taking some notes, Dr. Ray. Great information on sunscreen. And down here in South Florida, who doesn't use sunscreen, man? So great information, man. Definitely. Oh, and uh, one other thing, Dr. Ray. Um, Everybody can now go directly to ispsradio.com. Now we have our own domain and our own website strictly for this uh, the podcast. So uh, check it out and tell your friends. Definitely. Check it out. Tell your friends about it. Uh, the more listeners we have, the more callers we have, the better it's going to be for you guys, the more fun we can have here on the show. Um, any special guests that you guys want us to try to get on the show also, let us know. Um, and, you know, that's what we're here for, to keep you guys informed and entertained. So uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to the Hot Corner. And uh, remember, next week we'll be back with Monsanto. We'll be back with special guest Frank from Camwood Vets. So until next week, everybody out there, be well, be safe. And if you're going to be in the sun, make sure you pick the right sunscreen. Until next week, guys, take care. You've just heard the, the Hot, Hot Corner, Corner Show. On the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with a softball playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and Commissioner of International Slow Pitch Softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO at DRRAYT. We hope you enjoyed the show and invite you to listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com. North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store-wide now on Party Perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just 7 bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fa-la-la-la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store-wide at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid through 12-4 select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details. North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out, too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store-wide now on party-perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just 7 bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fa-la-la-la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store-wide at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid through 12-4, select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details.